You guys, hello. You guys are freaking amazing for everyone who has taken the time to listen to my episodes and give me feedback and share and leave a review. It means the world to me. Every little action that you're doing, like, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. If you haven't already followed me on Instagram and TikTok, you should do that absolutely right now. Stop what you're doing. Go follow me at wrestling with life pod. I just really want to use my Instagram as kind of like a community type of vibe as we continue to grow and just make it a place where I can interact with you. And you know, I can follow along with your journey too, as you follow along with mine. If you haven't already, please leave a review for me. I'd love to get your feedback and hear what you think about the episode so far. Share this with a friend if it resonated with you, if you think someone else could benefit from hearing it. The whole reason that I'm here, the whole reason that I'm even talking to you guys on this platform is because I know what it's like to struggle with confidence, to drown in anxiety and wonder if I'm ever going to be my freaking self again, okay? I've been there. You're not alone. And if you're in a season of your life where you're struggling, if you even just had a bad day or a bad week, or if it's been a freaking year for you and you're just like, okay, when the frick is this going to be over? When am I going to get on the other side of it? Listen, if, if you're there, I have a message for you. If no one's told you in a while, you are enough. You are worthy, baby. You are beautiful. There's nothing freaking wrong with you. You matter. You're not going to feel like this forever. And I know that it can be very freaking tempting in a world full of 8 billion people to think that your problems don't matter or that your ideas aren't that good or that whatever you want to do has already been done or whatever stupid limiting belief that you're putting on yourself. I know it can be really tempting in this big old world to think that, but you're wrong. Okay. You're wrong. I'll tell you that right now. You're wrong. You have so much beauty to bring to this world. And I don't want to see you spend another second of your life playing small or toning down your voice and all that you could be. So no more of that. Cut it out. If you're ever mean to yourself, if you ever kind of sit there at night and you replay the day and you think about all the stupid things that you said or even just like one cringy moment Or maybe like you're thinking about that dumb thing that you did at summer camp like 10 years ago and you're just for whatever reason beating yourself up over that small moment. This episode is for you. The message that I have for you is that being mean to yourself is not going to make you better. I think that there is a huge misconception about what being mean to yourself does for you. I think a lot of us believe deep down that if we are mean to ourselves and are the first ones to call out our own bad behavior, that this will somehow drive results for us, that this will make us the best version of ourselves. But if it's coming from a place of criticism and you suck in this negative lens, that doesn't have the effect that we think it will have. I want you to think of the relationship that you have with yourself as a similar friendship that you would have with someone else. So think about how when you're giving feedback to a friend and you're calling them out in some way, telling them that they could be better, think about the respect and the love with which you hopefully (laughs) give them that feedback. Think about the kind of friends that you like around you. Do you want to take feedback and do you want to be around people who treat you like shit? And when they give you feedback, deliver it in a really awful way that makes you feel like you're nothing. God, I hope not. I really hope you don't like being around people like that. I know I don't. I'm drawn to the people 
who will keep me accountable and will give me feedback, but they do it in a very loving way. They do it in a, not a, you're a piece of shit, be better. They do it in a, I see your potential. I know how great you are. Here's some loving feedback that I have delivered in a very kind way that I hope will make you better. And the way that your best friends talk to you, the way that you talk to your best friends, that's the same tone that you should be using with yourself. If you are constantly hounding yourself and telling yourself that you suck, all that does is play into the narrative that you already have in your mind, that you're not good enough, that you're not worthy of love, that there's something wrong with you. All that does is damage the relationship that you have with yourself. It's not making you better at all. It's actually making you worse. We're going to talk about in this episode why our inner critic is so loud and how can we manage that inner critic. I know that it can seem like a daunting task when you have historically kind of been that person that beats yourself up and is really hard on yourself and you know that you can be better deep down and so you think that all this criticism is coming from a good place and that's kind of like your default setting. Sister, brother, if that's you, I see you. I am you, okay? I have always historically been so mean to myself. I am the first person if I do anything wrong to basically like dwell on the past and wish that I had done something better or I had spoke up or I had applied myself more or whatever it is. I'm the very first one. I'm self-aware to a fault. And if that's you, you're not freaking alone. Listen up. I got some good tea for you in this episode if that's you. So let's start with the first question, okay? Why is my inner critic so loud? Okay, there could be a lot of different reasons why this is, and it's going to be different for everybody. If you are in the self-help world or you know anything about psychology, I'm sure you're familiar with attachment styles and the whole nature versus nurture thing. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a therapist. I, I only know what I've learned through studying psychology in college. That was my minor and being in therapy for the last 10 months. And I'm not an expert. And there are other people who are far better equipped to speak on this. But what I can say from what I've learned is that A lot of the way that we speak to ourselves, the way that we treat ourselves, that is formed by the beliefs that we create for ourselves in childhood, in our formative early years. Maybe there were events that happened early on that kind of caused you to think that speaking to yourself so meanly would drive results for you, or maybe that's what was modeled to you. And so like, that's just what you think is normal. Anytime that we're rejected, or, you know, something happens that causes a big hit to our self esteem, that really brings out our inner critic too. I think sometimes we're not even aware of how mean we're actually being to ourselves, like it just kind of becomes part of our programming. And we just begin holding ourselves to these like, unrealistic standards, and we are not comfortable with imperfection. I can speak from experience. I was someone growing up who things typically came really easy for me, right? So I was athletic. I was a good student. I was smart. I worked hard, that kind of stuff. When shit hit the fan, you know, when I stopped being an athlete, when I wasn't defined by that anymore, when I lost my first job out of school, those kind of things really brought out my inner critic because I felt like I had failed in some way. I felt like Um, Other people were judging me. I felt like I no longer was good at things. And so those hits to my self-esteem really brought out that inner critic. Uh, Think about what it might be for you. Like 
try to think back to your childhood or maybe those experiences that you really, really stuffed down and you don't like thinking about. Those are probably the things that caused you to get where you are. I really think awareness, like bringing these things into our consciousness is the first step because a lot of the traumatic shit that happens in our life, we kind of just like push that below the surface and we don't like to think about it and we don't we don't speak it out loud. And so it's so deeply internalized within us that we don't even realize that we're being mean. Like again, like I said, it's the default setting. One of the biggest things too is we all seem to have this belief that there's a giant spotlight on us at all times, that we are under a microscope and that every single person in life is paying attention to our biggest failures and the dumbest comments that we've made and our lowest moments and that they're judging us on those things. We think that everyone goes home and just like thinks about that one thing that we did or said that was embarrassing all night long. Let me just tell you a little something, okay? What you're doing right there, whatever you're replaying in your head that you are feeling embarrassed or shameful or sad or or you just look at that moment and cringe, every other person in this world is doing that about themselves, not about you, okay? Everyone is so incredibly focused on their self and judging their self and thinking that they're under that same spotlight that they literally don't have time or concern to even think about your mistakes, okay? And that's not to say that you don't matter. It's just to say that everybody else is so preoccupied with their own shit. We are not under a microscope. We are not the center of the universe. Childhood trauma, rejection over the years, holding ourselves to such an unrealistic freaking standard. Those are the reasons why our inner critic can be so loud. So when we're being so mean to ourselves and we're in this like toxic cycle of replaying the past or being scared of the future or just judging, 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 being mean, being mean, being mean, criticizing, criticizing, criticizing ourselves, how the frick do we break out of it? Okay. How do we manage that inner critic? I think the very first step is awareness. Like I said, you have to be aware of when you're doing it. What situations trigger that for you? When do you start noticing that like really mean voice coming out? I notice that my inner critic comes out the most when I say something or do something that doesn't align with who I am at my core. For whatever reason, I seem to like generalize that if I am not feeling confident on a given day, that means that I'm not confident overall. Or I generalize like if I'm feeling lonely, that means that I'm alone. Or, you know, I make these like sweeping generalizations because I'm not showing up perfectly one day and I somehow equate that to who I am overall as a person and it is not a direct correlation. We are imperfect people and it is a very unrealistic and unfair expectation to put on ourselves that we are going to act and behave in accordance with our highest and most authentic self all the time. It's just not going to happen because we have these things called emotions, okay, that dictate and control how we respond to things. And obviously, you can learn to manage your emotions and you can make a conscious effort to always be your highest self, but perfection is a freaking myth. Get it out of your head that you are ever going to do everything perfectly and say everything perfectly and always be the best version of yourself because I'm sorry, it's just not going to happen. Okay, baby, 
it's not going to happen and that's okay. And you can absolutely make an effort to show up and be the best version of yourself all the time. And I encourage you to do that. But if you make that your expectation, you are going to consistently give yourself unnecessary feelings of shame and disappointment. And you want to set yourself up for success. And you can only do that by setting a realistic standard for yourself. Okay. Emotions pass through our body. Bad situations happen, but those low moments do not define who we are as people, okay? So I have to remind myself of that all the time, and that's what I need you to start reminding yourself of too. That message, wow, that was pretty much more for me than you. I hope it applies to you too. What situations happen where you start noticing that really mean voice coming out? Once you notice those, you can be aware like, okay, so... This situation, when I'm around this certain person or when something like this happens, that's when I start hearing my mean voice. And so I'm going to anticipate that happening and I'm going to be prepared to fight back against those thoughts when they come up. So for example, I know for me, when I'm in a social situation and I say something that like, maybe it was just like a little too far. Like maybe I took the joke a little too far or maybe I said something that was cringy or I thought it would be really funny and like no one laughed or it's just kind of like an awkward, like embarrassing moment. We've all had those, right? My tendency when things like that happen is to perceive that as rejection, to think that everyone is judging me on that little moment and thinking that it says something about who I am as a person. And so I would go home after something dumb like that and just stew on it and lay up in anxiety and think about, wow, everyone must think that I'm such a stupid idiot, that I'm too much or that I'm over the top or whatever it is. Those would be the moments for me. And so the work that I've done on myself, now I can kind of anticipate when those thoughts are going to come up, right? I kind of know if something's offbeat or something goes a little bit wrong. I already know how my mind works. I'm aware of where those intrusive thoughts will take me. And so I've worked in therapy to combat those thoughts as they come to whenever I start telling myself those mean things like, oh, you're so cringy or, you know, nobody likes you or however severe that I'm making it, I'm able to be like, okay, Emily, yeah. That was not your best moment. And yeah, that was a little cringy. But anybody who loves you in your life and anybody who knows your heart is not immediately jumping to the same conclusions that you are. And nobody else is thinking about what you said. If there's action that I can take to make the situation better, like for example, if I owe someone an apology or if I need to have a conversation with someone after to make the situation better... I'll go ahead and make those actions because I know like, okay, yeah, I was in the wrong or I need to do something to make this right. But if I don't, I just kind of talk back and say like, okay, you're making this way bigger than it is. And you just kind of like self-soothe and like talk yourself down off a cliff, if that makes sense. With that being said, if you if you don't know how to do this, if you're not in a place mentally where you're prepared to take on that radical mindset shift, Therapy helped me a lot with this. And I would really recommend therapy to anybody, even if your mental health is good. I can rattle off a number of reasons why therapy would be beneficial for you. I know that it's not free for everyone. I know that it can be expensive, but 
look into it, see what your options are. It has helped me to heal and grow as a human being and to identify the things that cause my inner critic to be so loud for so long. Journaling is also something that helped me to do this because when you go back and you read your journal entries, like sometimes you're actually surprised at what you put down on the page. Like when you go back and read it and you're like, holy shit, like I wrote that. It brings these thoughts that you have more to your awareness and helps you to identify what situations evoke certain emotions or responses from you. It just helps you to know yourself deeper. A lot of times we go through life and we're distracting ourselves and we like I mentioned earlier, we don't want to think about those really low moments. And so they're not even in our consciousness. And so we feel like shit and we don't know why. Therapy and journaling and starting to talk back to these thoughts, these things will really help you to just see yourself for what you are and to get a realistic snapshot of where you're at in life. I also think, you know, it's really hard to not be critical of yourself if you're making decisions that don't align with your highest self. So, for example, like when I was in a really low place, the way that I was living my life was not something that I was proud of. I was drinking a lot, going out with my friends a lot. I would come back from work and binge watch Netflix for hours upon end. And I knew deep down that I was settling for a life less than I was capable of living. Shout out to my Stop Playing Small podcast. Go check that out. I couldn't be at peace with myself at that time because I knew that I wasn't living in a way that I was proud of. I knew I wasn't being my highest self. So if your inner critic is really loud and you can't seem to turn it off, look at how you're spending your time. Look at who you're showing up as in life and try to determine if the actions that you're taking and the way that you're conducting yourself and how you're showing up, like, are you proud of that person? Are you proud to be who you are? And if you're not, maybe some changes need to happen. I also think like it really helps when you tell people about the mean thoughts you're having about yourself. A lot of us, I think, have a lot of shame and embarrassment when we're beating ourselves up. And sometimes we just need someone to give us a come to Jesus moment and be like, dude, you are so in your head right now. You are so blowing this up out of proportion. They can help talk you down because sometimes we're too in our heads to even like be able to do that talking back to ourselves thing that I mentioned. And we really need a trusted friend or a family member or someone in our life, maybe a mentor who can talk us off the ledge a little bit. This person has been my mama. Shout out to my mom. I love you. And also so many other wonderful girlfriends in my life who whenever I'm like in a low moment and I'm being mean to myself and I confide that in them, they will tell me, Emily, you're being really hard on yourself. And I don't think that you should feel so bad. And I don't think that you should hold this with so much weight. Like, dude, it's not that serious. Tell people in your life and they will give you a reality check, okay? Invite people into the trenches with you. If you're laying in anxiety at 3 a.m. and you don't want to bother anybody, but you can't sleep and you're not okay, I promise you people that love you in your life are not going to be annoyed if you reach out to them and tell them that you're not okay. They will be like, I am here for you. And I guarantee if you are willing to do that and show them that you will be vulnerable in that way, they will be more likely to do the same with you because you're comfortable coming to them with your struggles. And that kind of like subliminally tells them, okay, like Emily came to me with her shit. Now I can go to her with my shit. And like we have each other's back in that way. 
So it's not an overnight process, okay? You're going to have to put in the freaking work. If you have a very harsh inner critic, you're going to have to put some freaking work in to undo this. I had to work on it for 10 months in therapy. And it's going to be different for everybody. And the steps that you're going to need to take are going to be different for everybody. But I can't recommend getting help enough, whether that's therapy or talking to a friend or talking to a mentor or parents whether it's journaling or starting to make some radical behavioral shifts in your life and aligning with your highest self, you're going to have to get really, really real with yourself and you're going to have to be willing to face the shit that you've been stuffing down for a really long time. And listen, if that is you, I'm talking directly to you. Listen, I know that it can be so freaking scary to confront your demons and I know that it can be really hard to relive the shame and the guilt and the embarrassment and the anxiety of past situations that caused you to be in the low place that you are right now. But if you ever want to live a life of true peace, you are going to have to do that. And the only person that can do that for you is yourself. And you can do it. I believe in you. You All you have to do is make the decision right now that you're going to let someone in or you're going to make that phone call or sign up for therapy or try that one big change that you know you've been needing to make for a while but haven't, that first step is all it takes to start working towards a happier, more beautiful life. You matter, you matter, you matter. I'm proud of you. You are worthy. There is nothing wrong with you. Being mean to yourself does not make you better, baby. It will not make you better. It won't. It just won't. If you guys ever need anyone to talk to, if you're feeling alone, if you feel like you have nobody in your life, send me a DM at Wrestling With Life Pod. Send me a DM. You are not alone. I guarantee you there are other people in your life that are here for you, even if you don't feel like it, but I am here for you. You can reach out to me anytime. Every single day that you keep working towards turning off that inner critic, I promise that it will get easier for you. Okay, baby? Let's keep wrestling with life. Do not give up. Keep fighting. Love you guys. Bye.